This is the Your Kick-Ass Life Podcast with Andrea Owen, a no BS guide to self-help and badassery. Because ladies, let's face it, life's too short for it to not kick ass. And here's your host, the girl who serves it up straight with a side of crazy, Andrea Owen. Hey, ass kickers. How are you? This is an impromptu short podcast episode. I was thinking about all of you because, well, here's what happened. I was looking for some paperwork. I have this really old kind of like accordion file thing that I've had for, gosh, at least a decade now. And I was looking for something in it and I came across this one particular file that I have kept forever. And I'm not particularly a sentimental person. I don't keep a lot of mementos or things like that. But I happen to keep a bunch of papers, like random things that I had kept during the year that I, that my whole life kind of fell apart. If you've been following me for any length of time, listening to the podcast and especially my blog, I have written about it extensively. So I'll give you a quick story if you don't know know it at all. So in 2006, my husband, um, my ex-husband, now ex-husband, had an affair with our neighbor and got her pregnant. We had been together for a very long time at that point. Um, He got her pregnant right as we were talking about conceiving our first child. It was an awful divorce. It was horrible. I immediately got into a new relationship that was terrible. So... What ended up happening is when I came out of, well, no, I should back up. During the whole time that I was with the boyfriend after I was going through my divorce and when that ended, cause it like exploded and ended in a just inferno during that whole time, I was seeing a therapist, my therapist, I was doing a lot of things to kind of get my life together. And then when the relationship ended with my boyfriend is really when that was when I had like my crying on the floor in the fetal position, like what the fuck happened to my life and I need to put it back together. So I have all this stuff that I kept during that time and I had forgot, I haven't seen it in years and I had forgotten all of these things that I kept and it struck me, by the way, I took a picture of a bunch of the things that I'm going to tell you about and it's in my Instagram feed. So if you go over there, you can see it. One of the things is so sweet. My nephew, who is 19 now, who is nine or 10 at the time, wrote me a card. And it's so cute on the front of it. It says, have a nice day. And he crossed out the word nice and put super. I guess he changed his mind. He wanted me to have a super day instead of a nice day. But there's all sorts of what I had been doing. This is what I had forgot that I had done. I was so clouded and foggy that I had all these really amazing people in my life that were giving me advice and I was writing it down because I suspect that I was in a place where I'm like, I'm not going to remember this, so I'm going to write it down. And I kept it. And so it's so awesome to look back on that and just be like, oh my God, this person cared about me so much. And, you know, this counselor and my therapist, like writing down all of these things. And it was, it was my own real college try in personal development. That really was the birth of all of this. It was the birth of your kick-ass life. It was the birth of, I was essentially, for the sake of sounding really dramatic and corny, I was essentially reborn then. In the beginning of 2007, um, oh my gosh, I'm coming up on the 10-year anniversary. I just realized that. It was, it was, I think it was the beginning of February of 2007 when everything exploded. 
And it just astounds me that I was in a place like, for instance, there's, I kept, um, the, my calendar from, from February of 2007, where I was, I took a Sharpie and I was crossing off the days, which is something I had never done before. And I was doing it because I had to have some kind of visual where I saw the days progressing because in looking at all this paperwork and these notes and stuff that I had written to myself, I don't know if this was the advice that I was given. It probably was. Or if I came to this conclusion on my own, maybe a little bit of both, but I, all I had at that time was to put one foot in front of the other. That is sort of was the theme of a lot of the the things that I had kept and little notes to myself is just kind of like what Glennon Doyle Melton says and like, just do the next right thing. That's what I was doing. And that's what I was telling myself because my life at that time was so completely uncertain and I was terrified. I was alone for the first time in my life. I was not well, (laughs) to put it lightly. You'll see in that picture, if you take a look at it, there's even a brochure in there um, about Codependence Anonymous and it's, am I codependent? And that's during the time when I started to go to what is called CODA, Codependence Anonymous, a 12-step program for codependence that changed my life. And several other things that just, I'm so glad that I kept these things because it is such a testimony to the commitment that I made to myself. Because as I have told you many times, I had come from a place where I was blaming everybody else. You know, if they had just behaved better, then I would be better and they would be better too. And it was the first time where I was like, okay, yes, people are jerks, but I am responsible for my own life. I'm responsible for who I surround myself with. And, and I mean, you guys know it's, it's what I talk about now. It's my life's work. And one of the things that stands out to me so much in all of these notes that I had kept from mentors and friends is there was this one particular counselor that, you know, at the time when all of that fell apart, I had gone back to college to finish my bachelor's degree and I had dragged my sorry ass into the free counseling there. And I sat down in front of this woman who I had did not know. And she started to talk to me and telling me all these great things. And I was writing down what she was saying. And a couple of the times she mentioned the term self-love. And I was like, what is that? Like, I, I think I had heard it like in, you know, new age stuff, but I didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it meant. And at the time I was too embarrassed to ask her, what does that actually look like? And I kept that kind of in my back pocket and really forged ahead over the next few years. And what I have come to know is that all of the things that I talk to you about on this podcast, whether we are talking about trauma resolution, whether we are talking about self-trust, whether we are talking about addiction, whether we're talking about courage and setting boundaries and speaking up for yourself, doing the things that we're afraid of doing, being brave and afraid at the same time, the foundation of that is self-love. And self-love can be one of those things that is just like this Mount Everest. And you're thinking like, how am I ever going to climb that beast? And I get it. And I do absolutely think that there is um, kind of a spectrum of it. And I do think, you know, you might be at a place where you have to work on self-acceptance first and then liking yourself, like self-forgiveness is all wrapped in there too, to get to that place of self-love. And self-love 
Let me tell you, it's not linear. It's not a destination. And it is something that is part of my own work pretty much on a day in and day out basis, working on it. And next week, myself and my favorite colleague in the world, also my best friend, Amy Smith, are hosting a no-cost workshop that I would love for you to come to. And I know you listen to this podcast, and thank you for that. The workshop's a little bit different because we're going to be live, and we are going to be answering your questions if you have them. And we're also going to be teaching concrete tools that you can implement in your life right now. We're going to talk about four main topics of self-love. We've been talking about self-love for five years, I think, between the two of us. Um, we we have a project together that we do, and we've tweaked our curriculum over the years, realizing what the most important topics are. And the conclusion that we've come to is that it is the way that you speak to yourself, worthiness in feeling good enough, self-forgiveness, and dealing with your emotions. So those are the four topics we are going to go over in this approximately 90-minute workshop. There is a free workbook included that you can just download. Print that out if you want to or just complete the workbook online. And again, it costs $0. It's on Tuesday the 7th. Just head on over to theselfloverevolution.com forward slash register to sign up for free and come and say, Hey, it'll be fun. Amy and I always have a blast teaching together. And this is the stuff we love to do. We love to tell you concrete tools to be able to use in your life. So you can walk away from our time together and implement them in your lives. So the selfloverevolution.com forward slash register, and I will see you there. And until next time, I will see you out in cyberspace. Bye-bye. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. 
I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy.